This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Brian Hooper, welcome to Lulz. How are we doing tonight? Fantastic. You got you got a Tesla? What's this chat? No, this is this is an individual who has like 19 different YouTube accounts and he tries to see how close he can fly to the sun in my comment section. And sometimes he gets blocked and sometimes I let him hang out. Uh so we'll see. He's on thin ice to start every single show. So that, mm. that, that, that's the deal. Anytime you see the Tesla reference, uh, you know, you're on thin ice here. GM, Sean, uh, Drico thinks we're giving out the answers to the showdown test. I mean, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday at 8 PM. I, I promise you, Brian hasn't looked at the slate and I probably should have looked at it, but I have not looked at it either. <laughs> no, haven't, haven't looked at it at all. Um, how was your uh, week? What was it? Week three? Um, not good. You? Mine, mine was good. Um, it was one of my better weeks ever. I finished fifth in the double spy. I finished wow. top 30 in the other spy. And then our tilt space lineups uh, did well, too. I think we finished second in the juke. So it was it was a good week for me. Nice. What's the double spy? Is that 200? That yeah. what that means? Yeah, I think there it was like yeah, two hundred, and it was maybe seven or eight hundred entries. So um, what's what's fifth place there? Like six grand? Uh, I believe it was no, it wasn't even that good. It was like three thousand. Mm, really for fifth, huh? Yeah. First, first was a hundred or fifty. Uh, I think first is only ten thousand. Okay. Or maybe maybe it was twenty. I need to I need to look. I can pull it up. No. Okay. 
Uh, I, I figured it was 50 to first. So that makes more sense. I mean, if it was, I mean, now I'm curious. I was just so locked in to, I think I had a, I, my ceiling was capped. So I wasn't even kind of salivating over what the, uh, the top prize was, but I'll pull it up here. The double spy, I got fifth for 3000 and the first place went to cheese is good, uh, for 30,000. So it was 30, 15, 10, five, three. Hmm. It's okay. Not a not a great payout scratcher. Is no, that that's what fine. I'm yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. I was uh I had a uh, fourth place. I was I was right there, but that Cooper Cup, uh I was going against a, a guy there who got that Cooper Cup had a few plays at the end and he jumped me. So just one of those classic little two thousand dollar swings on one Cooper Cup catch, <laughs> but that's that's how it goes. Yeah, you really need those to go the other way. Uh, and you have yeah. no no control over that stuff. You just top 10 and pray. I had a few people mad at me in the comment section of my video. So the title of my recap was, you know, fifth in the double spy week four GPP review. And then I put Josh Allen on the thumbnail. And then I just wrote the word bink on it and people were mad that i said bink and i didn't win a tournament that i said mm. bink for having finished fifth and so i want to apologize to everyone who i click baited who i baited into commenting who felt deceived by my thumbnail brian is that do i owe these guys an apology it worked i guess <laughs> um yeah i mean bink does mean win it does it means but fixed, yeah Okay, so you're you're one of the commenters incarnate I, right here. I was like this 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 <laughs> idiot who makes multiple counts and uh, yeah. Uh there we go. Uh Zach, this is actually a different meaning. So bonk is when someone's getting horny on main and you bonk them over the head. Uh that's that's what we mean when we say bonk. And a bank is a win, or in my case, a fifth place finish in the double spy. Yeah. Yeah. Bonk means like tap somebody on the head <laughs> yeah that's a, this is my thought too with like honestly how i feel about it with and I, i'm gonna guess i i know brian you're you're trying to get first in all these but it's very hard to make money in tournaments in general and i am gonna have way more losing weeks so when i finish top 10 to me that is a victory on that slate like that's my goal to finish top 10 we always talk about it that's where you want to be and then luck is what determines if you get first once you're there in that top 10. So I feel like I won getting my shot on goal. I didn't get into the upper net there for the super clean finish, but in my universe, I binked Brian. Okay. If you want to write new definitions for words, it's uh, up to you, pal. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you're my comment section. I'm now hosting <laughs> a show with my comment section. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm. But I do agree with you, though. Yeah, like even I think even breaking even, if you just play big GPPs and you break even, that's a pretty good week. Yeah. I always – how do you think about that, too? Because sometimes it's like I say, oh, you want to be either finishing first or last. And then sometimes you do have a contrarian tournament lineup that min cashes or whatever. That That doesn't necessarily mean you are building a safe lineup, right? I mean, like I guess it's just a weird how you think about that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think of like breaking even if you just play big, large field GPPs, pretty much the same way you just explained it, where 
you had you probably had a shot. Like if you break even, you probably had a shot in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, top ten's the easiest one, obviously. If you finish top ten, like you know, one or two random acts of the DFS gods, and uh, you 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 bank it. Yeah. Yeah. Any any other uh, new developments for you as far as your process or things you're noticing from the field through uh, four weeks, three weeks? No, I saw um, Naheem Hines score a touchdown at the beginning of uh, the day and brought back some memories. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Our guy. Um, the Bears are disgrace. Red zone's pretty, still pretty sweet. Yeah. Wait, are you saying you're human? You're you're actually sweating and enjoying some red zone action here. Red zone's different. It is. I'm not. I'm not watching the full games. So, I mean, I still get. I still get. I still get joy and entertainment from it. I just have to be gambling on it and then watching it a specific way, or I just don't watch it all. And I'll, I'll sweat on my phone though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even feel like in years past, like once red zone started, I was just camped out for the whole afternoon. I'd even watch Sunday night football. And now I'm like, I barely watch the Island games. Like I still love doing the research for the slate, love running the Sims, love making my lineups and then letting the chips fall. But unless I have a six sweat, I, I just haven't been watching Island games. Like I can't, I can't do the commercials. And I think I've just learned I don't love football enough to just sit through those games. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. I mean, in most sports, honestly. Yeah. I don't watch, I haven't watched baseball in years and uh, NBA, same thing. I haven't watched a game in years. I barely, I, I've legit not been watching hardly any television i my wife has like because i do all these shows at night she's watched so many shows and series now without me she'll be just be like casually like oh yeah i just watched finally got to watching game of thrones i'll be like wait what you watched the entirety of game of thrones like she did that all last football season i was like god damn i'm doing too many shows if you were able to finish game of thrones on your own (laughs) (laughs) what did she think she enjoyed it yeah Even the last uh, season? Uh, I think she was a little disappointed, but I think she still enjoyed it. And I think she also, when I heard her have conversations about it with other people, because she was able to binge it all straight through, I think it was like a little more fulfilling than the people mm-hmm. who got their hopes up and then were watching it piecemeal week by week. I can see that. Yeah, or just people who read all the books and got deep in it. Yeah, and my other thing as, uh, as Lou... Uh, attest to here brian even in the past week since we last talked i've gone further down the nft flipping rabbit hole okay go on i've just so you know in in the deposit kingdom discord there's the club nft channel they recently launched their uh token so it is now a gated channel uh you know man's coin owners certain people were able to get early access it's already capped out these guys are absolutely insane. They're minting three to four projects a day. And I've been just blindly tailing these guys on their mints. And I found that it is insanely addicting. And then it also takes up a lot of your time yeah. because one, you get sucked in. So you're up late, 
but then also like there's maintenance, you know, you mint these, you got to list them, you got to be checking the rarities, you got to delist them if they're running all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm struggling to get all the things done that I need to get done because I've become an NFT bro. So two things, one, one, uh, when you mint, you got to pay gas fees, right? Yes. Okay. That's, that's also another thing. I'm always like, I don't want to fuck. But, and then sec- the second thing we said this, Top Shot days, January or whatever. Um, I would love to buy into uh, a mutual, you know, a mutual fund, an index or whatever. Someone just handles, even with our Top Shots. Like Pete and I have some Top Shots we we share and um, that we both bought into. Like I would just like here take out take take my whole portfolio. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like if so, if, if it was like someone you know, obviously we trusted and knew what they were doing or whatever, but I, I would, I would totally be down to invest in a, uh, NFT fund. Yeah. Well, one thing is, uh, some of the guys in the channel, they were actually having this conversation the other day where friends asked them that and they're like, Hey, like, I'm happy to, you know, give you a round of funding. Essentially. The problem is these guys have made so much money that they don't need your money and it's a too much work to you know do stuff for other guys and people are really friendly in the discord sometimes people are grabbing an extra if you miss a mint they'll sell it to you at cost that kind of stuff but truthfully like people just don't need the capital right now i mean even the most expensive stuff like the art blocks drops and stuff like that like a lot of these guys have the bankroll to just be able to go after it on their own um but yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting thing. I should have I should have called you on Saturday night was when there was this best drop that's happened yet. And I knew it was really good and I still knitted it up and only did four. It's been highly profitable, but I should have just called Brian over and say, Hey, uh, send me some ETH and I'll get you some of these galactic apes and we'll both get rich. <laughs> I would have done it if you have your message me. Well, now I know. But see, there's also this idea. I, I know you wouldn't be like that, uh, but there is a pressure i think too of like it would be like staking someone right for poker or dfs i know you would understand the variance that comes right. with some of these stuff but i think when a lot of these guys talk they're like my friends are like hey let me give you five eth and it's like well your friend doesn't understand how probabilities and all of this stuff work and they're going to tilt their face off when you mint a dusty project Definitely. Yeah. I would, I would laugh. I would, it would be pretty funny depending on how much the ETH is. But if you just bought like a total dud, I'd get crack me up a little bit. So it wouldn't be the end of the world. I remember one of my buddies had me fill, this is a long time ago, fill out his uh, like work bracket. Uh, it was, it was like pick eight winners. And like, if you get all eight, right, you win like 10 grand, something crazy, you know, hard parlay to hit. Yeah. And like, at, like after the weekend he texted me, and he's like, he's like, dude, only like five of yours won. I'm like, what, what do, you, what do you think? Like, <laughs> it's so. I, I had, I had one of my college buddies, my IRL buddies. He had seen some of my underdog stuff pop up, and he's like, hey, use promo code Pete. Got my uh, deposit bonus. And he's like, he's also a gambler and stuff. Plays a lot of poker, and he's like, I, I threw some other money on there. Give me some bets to tail this weekend. So I did a little bit of research for him, gave him a couple of the pickums, like the little two way parlays, but he got confused and he just like strung them all together. Mm. He thought he was like betting on just like each guy individually. Like I clearly didn't do a good enough job explaining how the, like the two game parlay worked or whatever. And so he was firing like 
$250 at these five leg parlays. So, you know, it's like maxing out. And I was like, Rich, he showed me the screenshot. I was like, holy cow, you are going ham. And he's like, wait, what? And didn't realize what he had done. So there's always this kind of risk with this stuff where we're overly familiar with these mechanics, but normies are not familiar with it. Definitely. I I had uh, RBX DMing me about my props on my site that I give away. And it, and it took me 20 minutes to explain to him how, like, no, this column's the good column. This column's the bad column. And I just had you in my head, like. I asked you that the first time. You you right. Yes. It, to me, it makes perfect sense. To me, it makes perfect fucking sense. But I, maybe, maybe I should uh, reformat it. I don't know. That's so funny. Uh, I've RBX88, because I, I'm not in your Discord where I know he hangs out uh, a lot. I mean, I am in it. I just haven't had time. I apologize, Brian, for hanging out in your Discord. But uh, I follow RBX on Instagram. So that's where I get my RBX88. And this dude, he's building out a sick house, man. He put in a sauna I was jealous of. He just last night did a tour of his new master bathroom uh, in there. I mean, this guy's balling out. I know. Uh, Whistles Go Woo, though, has surpassed him, I believe, in Millie winners. Really? Thing I think so. I don't know, because because whistles won like the MLB one I think a couple weeks ago, and then he just won a football one. He's got like I don't know, ten million winners at this fucking point. So, I, I mean, whistles go woo. Is he lucky, Bryant, or is he good? <laughs> he's good, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if he's this good. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I, I you you know way better than me. I, I'm not playing in those contests. I'm not playing in in the volume of stuff. But it sounds like, I mean, is it? Wouldn't you say? I mean, you've seen a lot over the years that there's a lot of guys that come and go. As far as they'll they'll go on a heater, they'll be there for a while and then they just fade. But like, do you get the feeling that he has staying power? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I love I love getting you to admit that you hated saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, he has the process. He's uh he's he's probably just really good and running it really hot. And that combination is gonna win a lot of a lot of money. Is what what is he just playing everything? Is he in that kind of mode? He I, I don't know. I just saw I see him winning everything, so I guess by default he has to be playing everything. Yeah. That's nuts. I still, I still don't know how he does it with his day job, and I believe, if I recall correctly, a family. Pretty his nuts. Part time professorship. Part time. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he's got time. I'm yeah. sure, I'm sure his family's going to make time so he can win a million dollars every week. Uh, Philly's comment here reminds me we're talking about. So this was one of the dustiest projects we minted today. So it's called Oracles, Brian, and everyone, <laughs> everyone pulls up the site. And it's supposed to be like this kind of tarot card type reading thing, horoscope. Yeah. And the art on the the horoscopes like look cool. You know, it, they look kind of like spacey animals. So everyone's like, all right, let's, you know, whatever, typical shit. Let's go for it. When they revealed after you minted them, they were actual horoscopes written on it. Like today's going to be a great day. I can tell. Like just like the dumbest, most saccharine phrases just on a card. And so they immediately went from like, oh, this is kind of cool art to know these are fortune cookies on the cards. And that's what happens in NFTs. You think you're getting one thing, but because you did no research, 
you end up getting fortune cookies that go to zero very quickly. Well, that's it's, it seems like a pretty fun gamble. It, 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 it kind of is like playing GPPs where you put your money in, you flip over the cards, and sometimes your guys are A.J. Brown and they just get injured in the first quarter, and then mm-hmm. you're just done for the week. <laughs> that that The gas fee gambles a bit. So, like, you got to be flipping these things for a grand, right? Like, yeah. in order to make it worth your while. Yeah, I mean, the, the guys in the Discord have helped kind of reorient how I think about that, where you just think of the gas as part of your cost basis, part of your, you know, cost of doing business. And then, you know, I'm just kind of looking at my cost basis after the mint and then, you know, trying to recoup those costs. But then there's the rarity game as well. So you have the chance at getting back even just if you move quickly, but also hitting, you know, these rare ones that are more coveted. Right. Where you're, you're hitting the lotto basically uh, with some of these. And that's where you can really get the outsized gains. If you get a one, two, three in rarity, you keep it, right? So what I've noticed from these guys is that mm-hmm. they actually use the rare ones to sell that the quickest when like the hype is high. And then like what I did with those apes that I minted on Saturday that were really good. I had a good sale for almost two ETH. And then I immediately bought a floor one for like 0.7 where mm-hmm. it was like, I'll take the one ETH profit and I'll still keep the same amount of apes that I had. And in that specific trade that worked out well, but yeah, for the most part, if you're letting it run from what I've noticed that the smart guys are doing, it's, it's almost with their floor ones and they try to take the quick profits on the rares. I, I see. I want one, two, three or whatever, just because yeah. if it does go insane, true. Like, cause I'm, you know, a DJ, a, a GPP DJ and I want that thousand X, <clears throat> you know, so it's like, th- okay, I'll sell that. And you can't get that with like a you know five thousand rank rarity. Yeah, and I feel like your mileage might vary. But what was happening to me is I kind of had that mindset for a while, and then what happens is you end up kind of holding the bag on a lot of stuff because you're just like, well, what if it moons? And then you're just like sitting on bag after bag, and then you're like, I'm hemorrhaging money on all of these, just trying to hit the one moonshot. So I think if you had a big enough bankroll, you could play that game that way yeah. versus making sure you eke out a profit and then trying to bink above that. Well, if these guys are making so much money, they don't want to start a fucking mutual fund. Then you <laughs> should be easily holding. Cause you're all fucking rich. Apparently I can't believe you said that. Like who, like who wouldn't want to make like a hundred million dollars a year and managing a fund? Like I, I mean, you could try. It doesn't seem like people, people want to do it, but uh, I, I think also because, so your mutual fund idea, I think, would lend itself better to the super long-term hold stuff. Where, like, say it was you wanted to invest in a portfolio of, like, the high-end stuff, the crypto punks, the art block stuff, and then just hold that basket. Whereas the mentality of a lot of these guys is the flips, and almost all the flips are happening at mint cost. And so if you have a big enough bankroll, there's almost going to be nothing that's outside of your range to be able to go after at mint, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess, but like you could manage crypto punks and yeah, million dollars NFTs yeah. and a thirty million dollar fund and stuff like you could yeah, and and like maybe have a piece of it and it goes up. But I also feel like you. 
like if you wanted to make like you're talking about that like nft mutual fund like you could buy the blue chips right like you could buy a fidenza you could buy a crypto punk and just know that if the nft space succeeds your investment is rock solid obviously if nft goes to zero you're fucked but i mean i feel like you could approximate that yourself uh, yeah but like why i would you could uh get a big pe big piece of the pie too and you could have it all if someone started a fund yeah. So you, someone would be flipping and you just get a little piece of that. And there's some big holdings in the portfolio. And like, you know, the people who are really into this, they can sell when you're supposed to sell. And I'm not paying attention. Yeah. You know, so like that would be super helpful. I, I was thinking about the the one, two, three. <laughs> Do you remember when I bought that Chris Bosch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. I, we were all there. And, uh, I bought it off of I didn't even realize it, but it was Ricky Sanders on oh, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's what the elite guru or whatever, and um, and then he tweeted out like, "I sold this card for thirty five thousand," and then and we got into like a little Twitter spat, and uh, I think I was like I was trying to bet him that it, that would go up. That did not happen. Thank God he didn't. He didn't bet me. He did, but yeah. I think he got married, and I forgot I was going to reply. Uh, I think I paid for this wedding <laughs> in his picture. <laughs> oh my god! I was going to do that. I just thought of it right now. I'm pretty sure he got. I saw a picture because I don't follow him. But he doesn't follow me, yeah. but I think I saw someone like his wedding picture. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I paid for this. <laughs> It was like it was like what eight months ago or seven months ago. Now he's getting married. He can afford it. Me. I, I love it. I love that. Now that makes me think of seeing Osimo. I saw his wedding. Uh, him and his wife doing the dance at their uh -huh. wedding. It's almost the opposite. Is everyone watching that video? Is like I helped pay for that wedding. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. everyone did. Yeah, we've all we've all donated to the uh, the Osimo wedding fund. Um, somebody said a great kid in my chat. Uh, uh, is it a good idea to hold unopened packs? I still have, <laughs> I am not an expert here. I'm trying to get other people to already like in this episode to, uh, to start a fun, but I had, I, I probably have like 10 or 15 unopened packs. You're a whale, dude. <clears throat> did you, uh, did you get excited about, uh, the dapper? announcement yesterday with nfl or did you just roll your eyes and be like now nah, i'm gonna spend more money on this I, I don't know when, no I, I rolled my eyes and i don't want to but like then it's like ah, oh, it's the nfl when's it when are they doing their first drop i think i think they said it's all they said was it's going to be this season but they didn't give an exact time uh, i i hate uh i hate how many how they've run the company yeah you you don't like uh, centralized projects. Well, I mean, I, I think as a Bitcoin or a crypto bro, I'm more okay with centralized projects than most crypto bros. But um, I no, I just think I don't think they like from the beginning they they fucked it up. And the main thing is the is printing so much, and then they lost the golden goose of every pack was plus EV, and they were tr like like trying to end that. And I thought that was just a huge mistake. And and then like I don't know they were printing so much it's minting so much it seemed like uh, they're just going for you know 
some quick money, which is whatever. I mean, if I was in their position, I might have done the same thing. But I don't know. Does anyone even talk care about Top Shots anymore? Uh, Brian, I do a weekly show about Top Shot. Yeah, but you guys talk about everything. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. I, it was funny. When I heard the news, I was like, I was more, uh, it like stressed me out because I'm like, all right. Uh, there's going to be so many moments I want to buy. I'm going to get sucked in. I've I've already put way too much capital into NFTs across the board. I mean, I haven't bought, other than packs and stuff, I haven't bought Top Shots for forever because we packed our bags in, in January, February, March. Like, yeah. I'm good to go. Like, I've, I've put enough that I'm comfortable in right now. So it was more just like, here we go again. And the problem is, is I know far more NFL players than I do in NBA players. And I know far more cool NFL plays than I do NBA plays. And it's just going to be dangerous. Yeah. Do you think the market will be bigger? I do. Yeah. We were talking about this last night and just trying to think that through where I think obviously NBA, bigger global reach, NFL, far more popular in America, I feel like Top Shot right now is way more just NFT and crypto people than it is hardcore NBA fans. Whereas I feel like NFL has the potential to be a more even balance of NFL fans to crypto people. Whereas the ratio for NBA, I think, is a little tilted toward the NFT, you know, uh, savvy crowd. I think you got to get off the dollars. I think you got to like have the ability to sell it on an open market. Yeah. There's no, there's no way unless you're a maniac like me that you're going to be spending 50,000 actual dollars and pressing. Okay. You know, like uh, 50,000, like 2.2 million or whatever a, a punk goes for, you know, like I just don't, I don't see that happening. Unless yeah. they join, they join the madness. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go get uh, my wine, which I forgot here, and you can a- uh, answer Travis Petty's, uh, our good friend's question here. All I've seen is Whistle Go Woo winning lately. I'm wondering when his next. <laughs> Did you see me talking about it earlier, Pat? He's on Sunday, was it? Whatever day, it seems like every mm-hmm. single day. I'm like, oh, okay, let's see who on the millie. Oh, whistle goes woo. And then I'm checking it, you know, like during showdown. I'm like, let's see who's winning showdown. Oh, whistle goes woo. <laughs> so he wins the million and then just, you know, follows up with winning the 100K and in, in showdown. Have you looked at his lineups closely? Have you done an analysis? Have you tried to see like or get a, a you know, a better look into what his process might be? Um, hold on, really, really quick with Pat, Pat here. Uh, he says, I know you're not a fan. I, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely indifferent. I'm sure he's a fine person. It's called jealousy, okay? <laughs> I'm surprised. I mean, I feel like Travis hangs out and watches a decent amount of shows. I, I, I'm surprised he hasn't watched that one. That was one where I feel like uh, a lot of people who aren't even casual Lulz fans uh, watch that one. And what, what was your question? Sorry, I did have an answer for Oh, you. if you had just like – investigated his lineups a bit oh, and yeah. to try to kind of look more into the kind of stuff he's doing. Yeah, a little bit. He, he, he seems, it's very similar uh, to Alex's lineups. It seems like. Hmm. Um, so your theory is just, he's an awesome. sub that just kind of runs the optimal. 
He's definitely an Osmo sub, would be yeah. my guess. Yeah. He doesn't make his own projections, or at least he said he didn't. Who knows if he, he's going to. Um, but, no, I haven't gone too deep into it. I don't really care, I guess. You know, like, uh, I, I think it's pretty dangerous to try to, like <laughs> – <laughs> I like I like that. Okay. Yeah. So you you want to tilt Brian? You just say that whistles go woo is the nicest guy in the world. No, but I like his <laughs> the tag after the world almost too nice. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I know what he's hitting at. Okay. Yeah, I could. He's a nice guy. I got you. <laughs> I got it. I love this. <laughs> I still feel like we did that entire interview trying to understand whistles and he's still a bit of an enigma which is which is pretty impressive yeah those interviews it, it tilts me up a bit it tilts me up a bit i'm not gonna lie the interviews tilt me up the, win, the winning tilts me up <laughs> except you know what cures it what Think, cures thinking it? a couple of your own yeah and then you're like oh no whistles go with me or bros what do you, you mean care about anything what do you mean when you say bank? Like get top five a few times? <laughs> no, no, I'd still be mad. See, there you go. I'd still be mad if I got a f- top five. If, oh. if it's still, if you're still gonna be mad, then it's not a bank. That's incredible. That's incredible. Uh, yeah, we I, we should have gotten. Uh, was he at the? Uh, is that what uh, Travis is referencing? The live final that you passed on the MLB one. No, that's tournament of champions that okay. that Travis binked that one too. Speaking of binkers, oh, that was when he won the Lulls or uh, yeah, the League of Legends qualifier. Yeah, you got the League of Legends qualifier to make it to the Super Bowl tournament yeah. champions, and then Gronk Gronked his way to a milli. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, was Whistles at the MLB one recently? I don't know if he was there. Remember, I didn't go. We had a whole show about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he was there. He didn't win, so that's all I remember. I didn't win, and he didn't win. There you go. Wow. Can't w- wait till Whistles goes poo. Jeez. Okay. Hey, hey, sports fan DFS. Hey, sports, hot here. <laughs> hey sports fan. Just graduated the, the sixth grade. All right. Travis is giving us play-by-play. He was pounding Bud Lights in the suite <laughs> with his dad, a family man. Okay. I'm just waiting for the next comment. He was giving out $100 bills. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. To people and kissing babies and shaking hands. <laughs> he uh, pounds Bud Light, huh? 
Oh, right. you, you get to shame him on uh, on his Bud Light? No, that's cool. <laughs> you still drinking claws these days? No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of branching out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I bought some Cayman Jacks the other day. Have you ever tried those? No. What are those? They're like they're like mixed pre-made mixed drinks. Yeah. Are they good? And I just assumed it was everything's 100 calories now, you know, like no sugar. <laughs> And uh, yeah, my brother's like, how much sugar is in these? I'll let him try one. I'm like, probably, probably none, like everything else. And then Google it, because it doesn't say it on the can. There's 36 grams of sugar. Oh, wow. One can. You got, you got uh, bamboozled there. Hang on. Yeah. Uh-oh. I hate to say it, says Travis Petty, but as of <laughs> now, I'm team whistles in this rivalry. Can you believe this? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I know he'd sell me out. He'd sell me out. <laughs> oh my goodness uh, i love how the uh i it still just cracks me up having rbx 88 on essentially as a stranger at the time and you guys became best friends you guys uh, text until the wee hours of the night and yet then we bring whistles on and you guys are mortal em- enemies <laughs> i love how I, I'm, I'm glad he's calling it a rivalry yeah. It's it's like the 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 Patriots versus uh, the Jets rivalry right at this point. Oh, we when are we gonna get an Osimo Empire Maker esque head to head challenge? And I'm, call, I'm calling him the Patriots, by the way. I'm not I knew you that. were, but yeah. no one buy no one's buying that. Um, I don't I don't want to. I can't I can't beat him. He's the best. Someone else can challenge him. Have Travis challenge him. All right, there you go. Uh, Aldo, what am I sipping on? Um, I, we have, I have a bottle of wine, freak show wine. Uh, the problem is, is what happens is my wife and I open up a bottle of wine at dinner and like a normal person, she has a glass (laughs) and I have a glass and then I go to do a show and she goes up to, you know, watch her shows before bed. And then she comes down in the morning and the bottle of wine that we split that was, you know, theoretically going to maybe last us a couple days is gone because yeah. Peter started drinking on his shows. And then I have very awkward conversations about, she goes, Oh, the wine is gone. And I was like, Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> you should buy two. <laughs> yes. And then, and, and then drink the wine and be like, no, but we have the second one. But then you know what probably end up happening. What's that? That second, drink one, the second, the second one's going to get popped and then it looks really bad. Your wine philosophy is really similar to my NFT philosophy. I like to get three, you know, you, you sell one, you know, you, you wait for one to moon and then you take one to the grave. That's, that's kind of how I do it. Yeah. I'm with the taking the one to the grave, obviously. <laughs> you got to pay for other people's weddings, you know, give that's, back. That's right. Uh, did, did we end up finding out, did any DFSers go to Osimo's wedding? Yeah. I saw a picture of Renpack went. Okay. Some of the Osimo inner circle. Yeah, that's all. That's all I saw. I don't know who else went. I wonder well, if Steve went. I heard uh, "Whistles Go Woo" was actually the best man. Really? <laughs> How tilted would you be if you saw a photo from the <laughs> wedding party? And with what? no, like it would be shocking. You have to admit that it would be shocking. <laughs> that would be funny. It would be funny. Come on, you guys, be- you guys are you guys. You guys are putting way too much into this. I, I'm sure he's a fine young man. Oh, my goodness. Ricky Geiger says, Pete should do a Twitter video challenging whistles to a $100 head-to-head Thursday night showdown every week 
and really sell him on the call out. All right. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Uh, that That's what I'm saying. Travis Whistles is the best advertisement for Osimo. He should be Osimo's best man. It's not like he's out there going, I'm an Osimo sub. I can't wait for this Photoshop. <laughs> can, we, can we put I, – and then I want – I want, Brian, when you, if you get married, RBX 88 or me for best man? Oh, God. How can I choose? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, who, who, would be, who would be your DFS wedding party? <laughs> First of all, I've been married and divorced. I and, know. Uh, and, and so this has never happened <laughs> again. You're gonna have a DFS wedding. I, I wanted, want to be the, I want I to, be the to I wanted to reply to, to Alex's pictures going two words prenup. Trust trust me on this one. <laughs> uh I don't I don't know. DFS wedding party? Yeah, I think it's gotta be it's gotta be you. Uh I think you gotta throw Manic in there. I know uh, <laughs> yes, Manic you're gonna have Manic bit. in the wedding party? I love it. How many DFS pros do I have? Uh, I just like I've done, you know, hundreds of shows with you. You've done like three with Matic. I just didn't know it was so easy to get into your wedding party. I thought I had earned it. Steve Buzzard. Okay. Probably throwing there. We talked a lot. We haven't been talking much lately, but talked to him a ton. I mean, do yeah. you just have to be? And there's other guys I, I work with who you guys wouldn't know their names. Yeah. Um. Uh. Where I guess we have to have RBX eighty eight in there, right? I think you have to. Let's see, it would be fun, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking if I that's like the, that's the ring bearer, then the better. If I get my my sports betting uh, overlay app working, which is hopefully it should be soon, higher Ben the better as my pro, like my <laughs> tout. Like, wouldn't that be fucking hilarious? It would be incredible. I wonder how much you would charge me. Because if you do it, it would be just for the bet. For yeah. like a month of him touting me, my my app. I feel like you would need to go all out, though. And then you'd also need to hire or commission someone to make a little video teaser trailer for him. You know, really get people hyped. Yeah, yeah, just go all in. <laughs> like, no, 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 he's the best. Ben, the best man. If I lose out, Brick seventy five best man to bed the better. I will tilt. I will tilt very hard. Uh, Vegas Dave definitely is going to get an invite, but he'll probably big time your wedding. He blocked me. Oh yeah, what did I feel like I asked you this on a previous show? You didn't figure out why you got blocked. Well, probably because I kept tagging him and making fun of him, but I was doing it sarcastically, and I guess he figured it out. I think he watched one of our shows. Oh. Yeah, I'm still I'm still blocked. Dude, God damn it. That reminds me of a story that I meant to tell you. So I'm in that NFT channel. And again, because I'm blocked, I had no idea until recently. I assume you know, uh, Randone launched his own NFT project. I know, I want some. So listen to this. So, you know, this I'm in the channel over here and it's called, what is it called? Like Crypto Rangers or something? It's like something like that, yeah. Power Rangers. And so there's this person, uh, Zuzop, I think she lives in New Zealand. And she was just like, Oh my God, my email just got doxxed by the Crypto Rangers project. And I was like, what? <laughs> so somehow they they accidentally doxxed her like name and location. And, and everyone was just like, oh my. And she didn't, she didn't know the backstory on Randone. And we were just like, 
play stupid games, win stupid prizes. So there you go. There's your crypto rangers fud. Randone doesn't know how to uh, to keep emails private. <laughs> you're speaking of bitter. You're bitter that he blocked you. I am because the Trying only to way I can... the greatest NFT project. I nothing today? brings me more joy than Randone tweets, and I only see them when people paste them in the Discord uh, or I go on one of my burner accounts. You're not. I mean, you're not going to get unblocked with this this type of rhetoric. I I've already got. Uh, I I'm past that. I'm past. You that. don't think I, it, I don't it was never it. never happening? Yeah, I. You know when people say you know top, top signal. I mean, if Randone launching his own <laughs> NFT is it the ultimate top signal? I don't know what is. You know what's funny about top sig signals too is like even the most, um, like cynical investor gambler. We all see tops and we we still don't give a shit, <laughs> right? We still no. don't care. Like, wait, Top Shot has NFL now? Oh my god! Oh, I I, I minted NFT fortune cookies today, Brian. I, I don't even know what a top is. <laughs> there used to be scared that things might go down. Yeah. Nope, not anymore. Yeah, no. It's uh, winter is coming at some point. We just don't know when it is. Yeah, yeah. Unless asset prices go or the things that hold value, and somehow NFTs are part of that. I don't know. Who knows? Well, let's just see. You know, once you finally invest in that NFT mutual fund, that's the top, Brian. Didn't didn't <laughs> didn't Taylor KB say on our show here, not live, but in the chat, deflation season like a few months ago? Yeah, yeah, that was or, a couple months. Because he hasn't been looking too good for deflation season. No. No, what's, what's the latest? Uh, like uh, the the Fed is a, a little slightly concerned for for the Fed, who insists everything's transitory and they're going to keep it at around two percent inflation. But it's it's over that. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're talking about tapering, which is why the stock market dropped whatever six hundred points. Yeah, is that is it impacting anything you do with your money? Um, I mean. No, because like, what is what does any of this fucking mean? Who knows? <laughs> I think that's exactly what <laughs> you just said. It. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I don't think that's what economics is. <laughs> the study, but uh, sure. What? Uh, what other what other sports are you playing right now for for DFS? Tomorrow's PGA. Oh yeah, Lou was asking if we're going to talk about that. I mean, what's there to talk about? Ask me a question, I'll tell you. But there's Have you run yeah, I'm done. All right, give give the people some brick whale plays. Uh, PGA is pretty dumb. I mean, I got some Sergio, <laughs> Sergio, uh, Cameron. Uh, Tringali, the, the triangle, and uh, I'm pretty, I'm 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 pretty close to ownership percentages. It's pretty sharp, so I don't think I have too much leverage to like really even point out. I'm, maybe let me go to the ownership. Do, do people even give a shit? They do. Are you sure, Brian? People used to watch this show specifically just hoping for a Brian Alpha leak. Release the Sims. And now we're just a gossip rag podcast. <laughs> yeah, which one's uh, more fun? 
<laughs> gossip rag, for sure. <laughs> there hasn't been much uh, DFS gossip for a while. It's been a little quiet, yeah, on that front. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to compare from what I still have up if there's anything that I'm like any guy I'm like way over on. All right, here someone asked a specific question. Who's this? Kizzer? First round leader, you are welcome. Oh, that's not a specific question. He's saying uh <laughs> Kazire is gonna be the first round leader. Let's see here if I uh if I want that. Yeah, I got I got twelve percent. There you go, Fred. Twelve percent. Uh, Travis asked if we talked about the Ryder Cup. Uh, I heard some people talking about it. I I know nothing about this year's Ryder Cup. No, we didn't talk about it. It's it's over. The Americans won. Hell yeah, we um, did. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, it was cool. The Americans were killing them. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's that I I did enter the 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 one fifty that DraftKings had, but. Um, I just I had a horrible strategy. I got my ass kicked. Yeah. Um, Europe were ass side. Oh, uh, yeah. hey, sports fans, DFS. Are you are you European? Mm. So are you? So where you say they were ass? Maybe that's why he thought that poo joke was funny. I, Travis, you are. I have heard multiple people say that the Ryder Cup is a very fun time, especially an in person event. Apparently, it's a pretty raucous atmosphere, from what I can tell. It was just uh, like an hour away from me. Really? In Wisconsin, my brother went. Yeah, it looked like like a Scottish course. It was cool. If you if you actually vacationed or did fun things, it sounds like you might have gone. Uh, I wasn't invited, but I wanted to, <laughs> I wouldn't know how to go. But it was also it wasn't it's, it was Sunday. I got f- football. Yeah, that was like last night on Club Top Shot. Both Andy and Jack said they were going to the Patriots Bucks game in Foxborough on Sunday. And my first reaction was to be jealous. I was like, wait, I want to go to the game. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to go to the game. I want to stay home and <laughs> uh, play DFS and, and watch Reds up. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah. I, That's definitely still the best DFS day, I'd say. Red zone Sunday. For sure. I, I like uh, – I would definitely go – like a Thursday night football game would be the best, I feel like, to go – get off work a little early, you go tailgate, you watch Thursday night, it's the only game in town, and then you can still watch all Sunday. I just don't, even when, the last time I think I went to a Sunday game was when Davis and I went to the Patrick Laird Dolphins-Giants game, and that was an incredibly fun experience. But still, even at that game, you're like, checking your DFS lineups, checking red zone, and then you're like, what What am I doing? You know, if, I, if I'm so distracted, uh, outside of, extreme outlier events like that uh watching at home is is so much better yeah yeah i mean uh i guess i'd probably rather go to a thursday night than watch it on tv because i don't care to watch it like you were saying earlier commercials it's uh, it's boring what, what do you think about the manning brothers uh so i haven't i literally because those have been what the monday night football streams uh monday night yeah yeah i've right? I've seen the screen grabs i've heard people say that it's highly enjoyable i i haven't watched a second me, me either yeah i want to i want to check it out but i haven't uh, I, ray, I like that they're trying some new stuff though ray asked if i work well ray i do have to work after i tailed you on the uh what were they called the bear bricks 
uh, I spent uh, 0.4 Ethereum on something that literally went to 0.01 within like an hour. So I am back to working now, Ray. <laughs> I love you guys. If you if you mint every project, of course you're gonna be right eventually. Amen, brother. It's like a rain. It's like a rain dance. <laughs> what Ray? You just sold one for 0.0199. All right, we gotta end the stream. I gotta go sell these bear bricks. Speaking <laughs> of bricks, speaking of bricks, remember when um, Rinpack tagged me on Twitter for that brick seventy five? That was an NFT of just bricks. Wait, I, I don't know if I heard about this. There's just bricks, the NFT. Okay. Um, and he said, and he tagged me. He goes, "How come you haven't bought this one yet?" And it was the brick number seventy-five. <laughs> and um, so I went to go buy it. And I and in my my this is right. This is early. This is a while ago. And the and, and my app wouldn't convert to that WAP in order to bid. And uh, that's what it's called, right? W. What, what's the uh, the ETH that you switch to on OpenSea. Oh, uh, wrapped ETH. What a wrapped ETH. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it wasn't working. And I swear, I tried like for an hour. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. I don't care about this brick that much. This bit is not worth it. And then I checked. And then I remembered and checked back in like like three weeks later. And the guy must have saw those tweets or something. And he, and he posted for 28 ETH. <laughs> Trying to hold you over a barrel? <laughs> yeah. He probably went through our. Our, our archive he's like this idiot paid 35 grand for a chris bosh <laughs> dude let's jack up the rice i get the i've been getting so there's some like knockoff board apes project it's called pigskin apes and they look like board apes except they have various nfl jerseys and helmets on and, and jersey numbers and so there was a number 32 which is uh patrick laird's uh new number uh, and so someone had tagged Patrick Laird, one of these pigskin ape community members. And they're like, Hey, Patrick Laird, I have your ape. And then people started tagging me and I was joking around about it. And it was clear that they wanted me. They, once they found out that I might like that specific one, which spoiler alert, I, I didn't, I wasn't going to pay money for it, but they, they thought they were going to be able to like slide into my DMS. Maybe we can work out a deal. I was like, there's no deal to be wor reworked. And then about a week later, they're like, we do just want to send it to you. I was like, all right, that's how this works. That's how we do it. So shout out to the pigskin apes community for realizing how the influencer economy works. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely not a big enough influencer. Apparently it went the other way for me. They, they Fuck them. Yeah. It is such a fun, like when you get those DMs and they act like they're trying to do you a favor and then they're really just trying to extract as much money out of you as possible. Do you just auto block on discord? Cause I get like one of those a day, dude, it's so bad now. Yeah. I, I, I have been flagging them as spam. I, and I had gone into discord and adjusted my settings, but then people who I wanted to talk to couldn't DM me based on whatever settings change mm. I had made. So mm -hmm. I, I don't know what the answer is. It's, it's brutal right now. I just get one block, get one block, get one block. I'm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The spam, everything's crazy. I guy's a guy trying to crack into my Twitter for for like a month straight. Really? Yeah. You just kept Yahoo. getting like the note of the two factor authentication notifications yeah. or whatever? Yahoo and Twitter are the big ones. They always for some reason try to get me on. Yeah. Um I mean like Twitter, what are they gonna do? Like DM another DFS player, like, Hey, can you spot me? I mean, this was the old poker scam, right? right. Like you crack into someone's poker account on two plus two or something. 
and then try to trade with some other uh, full-time player and then, you know, boogie on out. Yeah. It, it is such a weird thing. And so, you know, if I'm hacking into Brian Hooper stuff, I'm going, I'm going right for the, uh, the DraftKings account. I'm just draining. I want all those crowns. That's tough though, because <laughs> the crowns, because, uh, cause how you got to like cash out, you got to verify like all this yeah. stuff. Would it be much easier? Like Ricky R- 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 uh, DM me a week ago. Hey, you got, you want to trade this for this? Um, and now that I'm thinking about it, we gotta find a way. If wait, trade what? What did he want? He wanted um, he wanted cash for Bitcoin. I think. I think he oh, wanted okay. uh, he wanted PayPal. I thought he was coming for your Chris Bosch top shots. <laughs> yeah, I'll set thirty six grand. It barely <laughs> slight profit for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he wanted he wanted PayPal for for Bitcoin. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm too busy staking and staking people, buying stupid NFTs. Yeah. Um, Damon, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you made it all the way through this episode without getting blocked. Congrats. The- <laughs> That's true. Um, Jason says, if Brick ever tweets out that he's glad a murderer went to jail, no, he's been blocked. <laughs> I want murderers to go to jail. Not, Jesus, not violent criminals I don't want to go to jail. This, this, is, how the, this is how the audience views you now, Brian. You got to realize yeah. this. There's a, binary, a bunch of binary binary <laughs> thinkers. Oh, my goodness. Um, what else uh, What else is on your horizon, Brian? And anything you're looking forward to? Or are you just in full grind season? Um. What do we what do we got? We got NBA coming. It's gonna be coming oh, faster yeah. than you think. NBA uh sports betting. What do you what do you think about the sports betting world as as of uh 929 here? Um I I it's it's so hard for me to get like fully engaged in it. You know, like when I go to do, like I'll bet some prop bets on the island games. I've been posting some of the underdog pickums and stuff like that. Even the underdog pickums are are hard to post because it's like what they're they're a two leg parlay. So even if you are batting fifty percent on two of them, and it's and it's fun because, but you have like a twenty five percent chance, right, of hitting a, a two leg parlay that pays out three x or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna miss on those seventy five percent of the time if I'm average at them. So it's not fun to post pickups where you're going to miss three out of four times because then people just think like you suck at it. And it's like, well, if I can just hit slightly above, you know, 25% that I'm doing well. Uh, But just the whole idea of the, like the sports betting compared to DFS or NFT flipping or whatever is like, it's a tougher sell for me from both an enjoyment and a sweat perspective right now. What about the the industry? Yeah, the end. I just feel. I mean, we've we've talked about it a little bit before. I just feel like the content around it is really hard to do. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I I still feel like it's a nut that hasn't been cracked, and I haven't cracked it for myself. I haven't cracked it from an entertainment standpoint. I I don't know how to do it. Hmm. Yeah, it seems. It yeah, it still seems 
lame to me. No one's doing anything cool content. And it's also like until like Circa, it'll be interesting if Circa gets goes nationwide, the sports book. And if that if that makes any of the other sports books become like real bookmakers and you know take stop banning people. Yeah. And limiting people. It'd be then I think it'll be well, I mean, from our world anyways. Because like otherwise you're just you're a total shill, right? Like if you're gonna promote sides and totals and like at best you can promote props right obviously but like you know you're going to get them banned if they're just blindly betting props and it's winning props like they're going to get banned yeah sooner or later so like you can i mean you can give them so like spanky had a tweet yesterday or two days ago so don's best are you familiar with don's best uh no i'm not it's it's so it's like a um it's a live, you know, odds like odds checker and odds yeah. shopper and those line shopping things. It's like it's a it's like a live, or slightly delayed, depending on how much you pay, of like all the world sports books, with like news and injury updates and stuff like that. Fan, I think uh, Fantasy Labs has something similar too. Um, CSU gave me a free account there. I checked out. Anyways, they just is that, uh, is that a show? Uh, I. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> influencer. You got an subscription. Wow, free ad. Didn't pay me, so I don't know. <laughs> it, I mean, it, it, it was the greatest project uh, product I've ever used. <laughs> <laughs> There's Peter Jennings off screen holding a gun to your head. <laughs> I mean, I highly recommend it, but no, I don't see how that's a shill. I mean, I, um, I'd, I'd fucking die before I lost my subscription, but I don't know how that's a shill. <laughs> I mean, 25% off with a promo code. I, yeah. I mean, five. Uh, I, there, women have just been throwing themselves at me ever since I became a <laughs> subscriber, but I mean, not financial advice. <laughs> um, anyways, they got done. Best got sold. And then, so he said he was thinking about making his private odds program public. And then, but he he said it would be very expensive. Mm -hmm. Does anyone have interest in it? And I'm like, oh man, that does sound cool. You know, maybe if it's like five grand a month or something, just do it one month and just see what, but it's like, wait, what, why do I care? Like, cause I just have access to the American books. Right. Like there's not like, it's not worth it. Like, I mean, we got, I mean, I know this is the, the, the age old talking point about it, but we got to get peer to peer sports betting competitions. Uh, yeah. Prop competitions, betting tournaments, not, yeah. not exchanges. No, I'm not, not exchanges. I don't think exchanges are going to be uh, this, this great solution that a lot of people think. No um, stuff where it's, it's a tournament style and the game theory can come into play as far as what the field's doing, how you can exploit that. We we need those kind of games around sports betting. We need DFS for sports betting. Right. Double yeah. done. Yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. That would be awesome. But like, but this classic, this classic, you know, line shopping, top down approach that Spanky talks about. Uh, like, how many people? You know, I'm not in that world, so maybe I'm ignorant. But like, how many people have, you know, forty credit accounts across the across the the globe, you know, that, that would make it worth five grand a month. Let's say, I don't know how much you was thinking of charging, but it's, I don't know. To me, it seems, um, 
it'd be a very, very small, small market. And, you know, go for it. I, I, I think that'd be cool. I'm just saying, like, from our perspective, I guess is normie betters. I don't know what we'd be considered. But, like, um, you know, we bet more than 99.9% of the population. But we're not going to pay three, four grand a month for some super odds program because it doesn't matter because we're just going to get banned or – and there's and there's like five books in Illinois. You have none. It's still crazy. Yeah, and th- and that's the thing too, right? Like you have to put in a ton of work to really be profitable. You need to be line shopping. You need to be dialed into your projection sources, updates, injuries, news, all that stuff. And then on top of it, your payoff is so ambiguous because you might get fucking banned. And so it's just like that, that's such a hard there. It's not, at least like with DFS, you put in all that work, you have a chance to get first, but you finish top five and you bank and you get $3,000. At least you have that in DFS. <laughs> you do well in props. It's like uh bonk. You, you, you don't get to bed anymore. So let, let me comment on that really quick there. So it's been uh, a lot of tweet threads going on with the VIP programs suck now, right on the DFS side. I don't know if you've been paying attention to any of those. No. I've been out of the like four had one. Like there's been some other people commenting on it. Like my opinion is don't, I'm not liking, I'm not responding to them and I have no comment on it. Like keep your head low because with Yahoo starting to ban people, that trend can easily move over. Yeah. And these days, these days of DFS, um, being being you know profitable player in DFS could easily go away. So like, why go? You know why make a big scene of like, hey, your fucking VIP program program sucks. Which it, you know, whatever. I'm sure you want to feel. It, I'm totally fine with how you want to feel. I'm just saying like it might be counterproductive in the long run if you're you know a winning player, a grinder, or whatever. To bark, you know, start barking up the wrong tree, biting the hand that feeds you. Um, yeah. It, it, that would totally suck, obviously, but you could definitely, you could definitely like, if I if I put a, a Twitter poll up, what percentage chance do you think there Jeff Kings is going to start banning winner winning players? What percentage do you think would be the most optimal that people would think for for DFS? Yeah. Uh, my and then that's is- five years. In the next five years, I still bet the poll results would be sub ten percent. What do you think? I I think I would probably be in the sub ten percent. Mm, okay. Am I? I think do you think right. I'm wrong? I think you're wrong. I think there's better chance in ten than than five percent. Yeah, I'd go over ten percent. And um. And I but I think you're right. It would probably be sub ten. Probably put that well like one percent. You know, sub 10, sub, sub 25, 10. sub 50, sub 100. It's something like that. 100 is a little ridiculous. It's probably not going to get that many yeah, people. Right, sub 75, yeah. Might want like, yeah, something like that. But uh, we're we, we're going to have to table this, but we should do that. Uh, I, I actually have follow-up questions on that. I'd be curious to hear you flesh out why you think that might be a likelihood or something that should at least be on people's radar. But we're yeah. going to wrap this up. Uh, thank you guys, as always, for chilling with us on Lowell's. We never have a show sheet. We never know what we're going to talk about. And we always find a way because there's always something to talk about. We appreciate you guys tuning in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch on Brian's YouTube channel on mine. We get the audio up on the Lowell's podcast feed. If you guys are looking to get comfy 
this fall. We got Lowell's hoodies are up in the store. Link is down below. Brian, any other plugs for you? Uh, my site, I got PJ ownership for tomorrow, uh, winning percentage, cut percentage. And uh, I put up some props, uh, NFL props, and I'm going to redo those probably right now, actually. Or maybe I need tomorrow. to get in there. I need to start tailing some Brick 75 props. Yeah, let me let me redo it, though, actually. Let me redo it right now. All right, he's going to redo it right now, and we're going to check in on those props later tonight. Thank you, guys. For Brian, I'm Pete. Good luck this weekend. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.